Welcome to Unity of Fairfax, a positive path for spiritual living and spiritual center for education, practice, and service in Northern Virginia. We hope you find inspiration in this week's message. May I love no matter, may I love life no matter what. So today we continue our Unity Awakening series based on the book, Touching the Gold, Uncovering Your Natural Goodness by Tara Brock. The book is divided into three themes, truth, love, and freedom, exploring the basic teachings of the Buddha that awaken us to who we are at core. And in that order, truth, love, and freedom, because that is the pathway to a life we can love no matter what, no matter what which is our true freedom. We've been bringing unity teaching into each lesson and to show how it aligns with this Buddhist teaching. We began the series beginning to look at, to recognize the truth with a capital T that is at the core of our experience as an opening to life, just as it is. From a unity perspective, this is summed up in a line from a favorite poem by Unity co-founder Myrtle Fillmore. God is my all, I know no fear, for God and love and truth are here. Earlier in the series, we were invited to consider marginalized groups of people from the perspective of both dominant and non-dominant populations. Tara Brock wrote of her experience processing systemic racism in this country that goes back generations, and how she and we perhaps fall short in acknowledging and honoring the divine in all people. And the discussion and discernment about what is ours to do individually and communally isn't over until we co-create a world that works for everyone. More to follow on that. Last week, we began to look at how to awaken our inherent capacity to meet this ever-changing life with love. And we will continue with the love theme today. Love, that harmonizing power, that attribute of God that is within us, Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore wrote that the nature of God is to express. And so what transformation is possible in my consciousness first and then in the collective consciousness as I, you, and we live into this awareness of love, of goodness at the center of all of life? What does love in action, one of our core values here at Unity of Fairfax, require of us? Can I have the next slide, please? In this week's reading from Touching the Gold, Tara Brock writes of her awakening awareness that each life matters, is precious, and is a part of us, and in that knowing that we are friends. And she asks us to consider how this lived awareness of our mutual belonging might radically impact how we live our lives. On the screen is a quote by Hildegard of Bingen, a 12th century mystic in the Catholic Christian tradition. Everything that is in the heavens, on earth and under the earth, is penetrated with connectedness, penetrated with relatedness. Oneness is at the core of our unity teachings, our first two principles. One power, all good, omnipresence. And because God is all good, we are one with that of God and have a spark of the divine within us and are therefore inherently good. That we, meaning all of creation, human and non-human, there is within a natural or inherent goodness, even when who or what may not show up in its highest and best expression. 
We often speak about being the change that we want to see in the world, and that requires that we see differently. That's our fifth principle. It begins with us and our openness to seeing differently and presencing the divine in all, beginning with ourselves as we look in the mirror, with a heart-centered knowing of a deeper truth, which is that love, light, goodness, godness, flowing through and as us, connects us with all of life. Everything is sacred. Everything is filled with the divine. And everything is alive with spirit, as Amy reminded us in our meditation song. And so as we move through this world of seeming separation, we have opportunity after opportunity to practice the presence, to see the divine in all aspects of life, to see through whatever illusion is within or before us, dis-ease of body, mind, or spirit, any sense of lack or limitation, any hierarchy or power over structure or system that diminishes another, that holds another down or back. And we, we can begin right here and right now. And so I invite you to know this with me. I am a part of all that is good. Affirm that with me. I am a part of all that is good. And for each other, you are a part of all that is good. Together, you are a part of all that is good. And for all, we are a part of all that is good. Together, we are a part of all that is good. A simple pause with an affirmation like this builds on itself and increasingly calls us to presence throughout all of the moments of our life. If we can see beyond the changing moods, behaviors, and personalities of those who share our lives, we will recognize the light of awareness that is our essence, which creates an opening for us to see that light in others and all of life. And now this week's readings invite us to consider our connection with the animal and natural world. Tara Brock writes that as she came into awareness of this connection, that she felt a reverence for all of life. She writes, in our contemporary world, we are conditioned to value some beings more than others, and certainly to consider human animals as more valuable than non-human ones. Yet this creation of hierarchy separates us from the living web of life that constricts and numbs our hearts. We awaken to our interconnectedness by attending to the vulnerability of all creatures and to the shared sentience and love of being alive. We are made of the same elements, all from the same mysterious source. She came into an awareness that each life matters, is precious, is part of me, that I am never alone along with a sweet sense of belonging to a world of living beings who are not simply object of our enjoyment or consumption, but like us, are aware and feeling. There's a connection here with the early unity movement. As unity was growing in the late 18 and early 1900s, people outside of the movement were asking what unity believed. Unity co-founder Charles Filmer was hesitant to compose a creed or statement of faith because he saw his consciousness as always expanding. However, in 1921, he did compose and share a 32-point statement of faith with the caveat, I reserve the right to change my mind. <laughs> While the statement of faith didn't stick because Charles Filmer 
changed his mind, or his consciousness expanded, one of the tenets of that statement read, we believe that all life is sacred and that man should not kill nor be a party to the killing of animals for food. Also that cruelty, war, and wanton destruction of human life will continue as long as men kill animals for food. There was an early dedication to vegetarianism in unity. And while that is not, not a tenant of our faith today, the consciousness around the sacredness of all life remains. A question in our Unity Awakening Study Guide asks, looking at eating meat and using animal byproducts through a spiritual lens, how do you feel about that? There is no black and white answer to that question in Unity, but let your inner guide or the inner Christ guide you, and it can provide some light for your discernment. There are two reflections from the book around our and your connection with non-human life. That is some of your homework if you choose to accept it. But I'm going to ask you to drop into your hearts right now for a moment as I share them with you. The first reflection. The next time you walk outside, you might try this experiment. When a living being draws your attention, a dog, a squirrel, a bird, a tree, an insect, Pause and say to yourself gently and sincerely, we are friends. Notice if your heart opens to the truth of your connectedness. And the second practice, are there animals who are in some way threatened or suffering that you feel particularly connected with? Maybe dogs abandoned in shelter, shelters, animals being raised for slaughter, or gorillas or elephants threatened by poachers and habitat loss, or deer and fox and other wildlife that find sanctuary here on our five sacred acres at Unity of Fairfax. Allow yourself to get close in by imagining what life might be like for these animals. Sense how they, like you, want to live their lives fully and freely. And then, now, Offer your heartfelt prayer for their relief. Tara Brock writes that it is in this safe haven of belonging to others, we can begin to discover the sanctuary of peace that dwells within our own being. That said, as we move through life, we have experiences of fear, of loss, of grief, and not just our own and those we love, but also of the collective. So how do we stay grounded in truth and love and live from an awareness of our natural goodness? Tara Brock reminds us that of two spiritual practices that can help us or help bring us back to center, the rain meditation and prayer. So when you are caught in difficult emotions, the rain meditation can bring you back to a wise and compassionate presence. RAIN is an acronym for Recognize, Allow, Investigate, Nurture. The process is very simple. Recognize what is happening. Mentally whisper whatever you are aware of. Fear, anger, hurt, shame. Then allow whatever you are feeling to be here without judging it, trying to fix it or ignoring it. Simply pause and let be. You might whisper, this too belongs. And then investigate. 
With curiosity, feel into your body. Discover where the emotions live inside you. You might gently place a hand wherever the feelings are strongest. Sense what is needed or being asked for right now. Is it love, forgiveness, acceptance, understanding? And then nurture. Offer care to feelings of vulnerability, hurt, or fear. You can imagine this coming from your own awake heart or from another being you trust and love. And then after the rain, take some time in stillness, sensing the quality of presence that has unfolded and notice the shift from when you started. This simple practice nurtures self-compassion, feeling the pain fully, bathing it in love and leading back to that compassionate awareness that is always here. And just a short plug that you will hear more about in our community news today. Next Saturday, October 30th, our Stacey, own Stacy Gunther, a member of our community and a meditation leader, will be leading a RAIN meditation online, which I expect will be a rich experience. More information later in community news and also on our classes and events page on our website. So now I'd like to talk about prayer consciousness. In writing about prayer, the book quotes poet John O'Donoghue, prayer is the bridge between longing and belonging. Tara Brock writes further, prayers of longing soften the solidity of self. They create a porousness, a receptivity to the loving presence that is always available to us, whether we remember that or not. When we become humble, undefended, and available, we are open to directly knowing our belonging to that love. We are communing with a boundless field of love that is calling us home. And in time, like a river releasing itself into the ocean, we release ourselves into a larger belonging. From a unity perspective, Unity Minister Eric Butterworth on prayer offers, where does God come in? And he replies, God doesn't come in because God never went out. Unity prayer is the consciousness of the allness of life, allness referring to God. We live, move, and have our being in the allness of life. We live, move, and have our being in a cosmic process. And the cosmic process is always working to produce the highest and best outcome as we live in harmony with it. It brings us into an awareness of our oneness with all that is. It brings us into an awareness of the radical, wonderful truth of what is. And so two spiritual practices to add to your toolkit when you drift from your center and forget that I, you, and we are a part of all that's good. Let's affirm that one more time. I am a part of all that is good. Together, I am a part of all that is good. Next slide, please. As I begin to wrap up with a deep community breath, I invite you to drop into stillness, to connect with your heart, to connect with divine love, to connect with your inherent goodness. 
And if your heart, mind, your consciousness is not in alignment with God good this morning due to any sense of fear, anger, loss, limitation, whatever it is that has momentarily caused you to forget the divine I am that you are, you've come to the right place. Because we are here as community to remind each other that there is no place to go to get more God. All godness, all goodness is right here and right now at the center of your being, which is God. Hear these words of Jesus, our master, teacher, and way shower from the Gospel of Matthew. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Breathe into those words. Come unto me. Metaphysically, this means to go within to your heart and to know that of God at the core of your being. As we connect with our natural goodness, as we walk in alignment with the Spirit, we find rest for our souls. We open to a heart-centered experience of the, the timeless essence, that loving awareness, that godness at the ground of our being and all around us in all human and non-human life. Everything is sacred. Everything is filled with the divine. We are divine love living itself. And so let us pray with song and affirmation to help integrate all that, we've, all that I've shared this day. surrounds you pray when heartache consumes you no one to turn to pray I listen to your pain I hear you call my name there's no judgment in my eyes just a purifying flame on you pray when guilt suffocates and loved ones desert you pray I feel you tear apart fear is gripping your heart 
hurt, there is refuge in my eyes. Come to me, I'm where you stand. Come unto me, all who are weary, pray. Reach out your hand, I'm going to carry you. you to know this with me. I enter into the stillness to align myself with the one mind, the one presence that permeates all of creation. I feel myself as a part of this creation, connected to all of nature. I am the light and darkness. I am the oceans and the land. I am the rocks and trees, the fish and birds, the beasts of the earth. And I am one with every human being and with all of life on this planet. In this awareness of oneness, I sense the order of all things. I feel the divine love that moves in me and in every molecule of the cosmos. I know the divine intelligence that is the foundation of all that is or ever will be. I am one with all. In this consciousness, may we know that we are friends and may we trust and live from the purity of our boundless, radiant heart. And may we hold hands as we awaken together, bringing our shared caring to this precious, troubled, mysterious, and beautiful world. Can I get an amen? Peace be with you, friends. I behold the Christ you are. Thank you for tuning into Unity of Fairfax podcast. You're welcome to join us live in Oakton, Virginia, every Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Or view our live stream services from our website at unityoffairfax.org. We appreciate our donations to support this podcast to make our message of positive, practical spirituality more accessible to all. See you next time.